Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey. A uh, little bit of a special Cartoonist Kayfabe episode here where we look at a little bit of Hulk Grand Design original art. Before we do, I want to ask all of you to like, follow, and subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel. Hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button for early notification whenever we post each video. This will give you a leg up on the Kayfabe effect. Sometimes we show off hard to find comics, rare items, and uh, you'll be the first ones to know about it to uh, start trying to track down your own copy of the books that we show off. Also, let these videos play through the entire way. That will encourage YouTube's algorithm to share them with other comic fans who have not found Cartoonist Kayfabe yet. It's one of the primary ways we grow Cartoonist Kayfabe, so thank you for your help on that. But today's a big day. This is the day that Hulk Grand Design hits comic book stores, and it's the day the world gets to see this comic I've been working on for the last year plus. Congratulations, yeah, Jimmy. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, I thought I'd pull out a dozen pages or so we can kind of walk through and look at them. I'm glad you're here, Tom, to uh, yeah. the, the Grand Design <laughs> to my trust yeah. here. So, uh, yeah, I figured we'd walk through it and just kind of talk shop. And Jim, are any of these pages for sale? No. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so off the bat, uh, I'm seeing blue line underneath. Yes. And it looks like it's printed. Yes. So is that the process? You hit Procreate, you do some roughs, print it up on a big piece of paper, and then hit it with some real tangible That's exactly inks. right. Although we're going to look at some pages that predate that process. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll get into those. But these are these are actually later pages, the cover and the table of sure. contents pages. I did uh, probably towards the end of book two. Uh, you know, so I my system was down at that point. And um, materials used, this is traditional India ink brushes. And uh, this is a lot of markers, like um, microns and things. So a mix of materials throughout. There's Scott McCloud in the ditch there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you guys uh, kind of set the precedent for got to do a killer table of contents yeah, if you're going to do a grand design. Love the reverence, man. Even at like this small scale size, like here's my thumb for... For reference, man, it's like, that's John Buscema, yeah. Kirby, Marie Severin, Trimpy. Yes, yeah, that's exactly even, right. Like, even the, the inking, like, you ink it a little different, too, you know? I got really comfortable using the microns. Like, mm -hmm. um, I've been doing more drawing with it as time goes on because, like, you just get used to whatever material, you know, the repetition makes you comfortable, and then it's like, yeah, I like these. Look at that genius, man. A little bit of uh, translucency yeah. through through the lab coat. That's genius, man. See, this was originally going to be my, my uh, table of contents page. Okay. And uh, as things shook out, it didn't quite fit the grand design. You gotta go, you gotta go voluminous, man. But this is like the first page that I, that I did, and... Um, it's it's a really bold choice going so minimalist, and, and yeah, I just love it, you know. Well, it also gives you that space to use pure white. Yes, it does. And this is actually filled in black digitally, and I have some some text and things that go in that piece of it. But uh, like page one, Mondrian or something. One of the one of the pieces that is released, you know, that you can find the preview mm -hmm. of. I really like Banner's face in this. Very uh, very simple. Yeah, I mean, there's there's parts of like Ben Urich on the on the telephone getting the call from uh, you know whoever the the bad guy is in Born Again. You can see kind of like your your eyeball motif, which is even a piece of this giant circle from the explosion. Right, like push back. This transition this drawing looks like Chris Ware or something. Like I love how it the the, the detail and stuff starts to amp up as you go down. It's it starts to it, yeah, get grittier. Pure cartooning, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, the mm -hmm. nice thing of doing your own lettering and everything is like you get to incorporate oh, all yeah. that. I mean, this is brush, right? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, because yeah, I was about to quit. <laughs> if you figured out how to do that with a micron yeah there's stuff that is funny because like this is rick jones screaming for help mm -hmm. 
and it, it doesn't quite work the way I want it to. You know, probably the arrow to the word balloon isn't big enough. It all kind of fits all right, but I wanted it to be that they're trapped, you know, like they're locked in this room and mm-hmm. uh, imagine being locked in with this happening next yeah. to you. Yeah, like if you, if, like, and then like have that tail and then continue that. Boom. Look at that chaos, This this, this makes me think of the Barry Windsor Smith uh, monster, you know, when they're, you know, coming after. This, I mean, this is the best of comics right yeah. here. Like, it's Lichtenstein. Right. Lichtenstein, yeah. You know, like I, I was uh, very conscious of that, you know, like we've all... We've all had moments of being mad at Liechtenstein for taking comics mm-hmm. language and benefiting. So it's like, back. I'm bringing some of that lettering in because I like some of that lettering. This was like my first Hulk drawing within the pages. Wow. I love the uh, kind of like haze. The, yeah, the, the haze is the, great. The, it's a very the, unconventional face. The vibration of the balloon. Yeah, it's not the direction I end up going, but part of the Hulk thing is he's different. Every time. Every artist, yeah, every sometimes time. the same artist will end up doing several versions of the Hulk. So. You just wanted power, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, you when you get your first big look at him, wanted it to be powerful. <laughs> this is the same page. So this is one of those early, like, how do you do uh, 500 issues in 80 pages? Well, sometimes you cover two years of story on one page. And these are almost like stickers, stickers when you yeah. see the final, you know, like the final image. So draw them separately and then literally putting them on top. Yeah, and this is drawings. probably um, going back to brush. Yeah, that's you know, like the bigger drawings. Brush. The brush just works better for those bigger drawings, I find. You can see like that dry brush. Some uh, This Great is probably things. my ink getting um, dried out and, and stinking bad at that point. That, yeah. that, uh, that lighting on the eyeball is is really cool. Yeah, it makes, makes me think of Kirby. I love the combination of like um, modeled forms and then just like pure cartoony kind of stuff, you know, I, like I, I, geometric. That makes me think of Jim Rugg. Yeah, oh, of course, you know, yeah. Like, like yeah, we're describing the Jim Rugg approach, basically. Yeah. This is one of my favorite pages. It's another one of the super dense pages where he's fighting like a different enemy mm-hmm. in each panel. But I love like the, uh, the the brutality within the letters being your shape for your border. Is this smaller than uh, 11 by 17? No, it's 11 by 17. It's um, a small image area. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's a great thing, but it's just kind of like when I laid out my pages and I, I should have printed one of those out. But they were black they were uh, like light blue grids mm-hmm. and everything some of the pre-rule choices on there so um yeah i might have done it bigger if i had to do that part over again and then some of this stuff like this is getting ready for first appearance of wolverine is mm-hmm. coming next so like this kind of thing is taken right off of your cover yeah from the uh the hulk whenever that's showing up and you know what you can see there's no blue line on this page I got to the point where I was like, I would print out my Procreate Mm -hmm. and then I would transfer it on a light box with pencil and I hated that step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was just... um, Yeah, have the blue line. It was drawing an extra step of drawing that wasn't necessary and it felt like, what are you doing here? Modoc's super fun, by the way. So uh, this is reference to Rampaging Hulk. You know, whenever you're starting Mm -hmm. to see like gray washes, especially a couple issues that are black and white. And this is the page that they combine together. So it's a smooth finish on um, your micron pages but you got a little bit of tooth on the ink wash page yes and uh better absorption this is a this is a dc vertigo page Uh they they, they own that page you use their stationery i think they used to print that on the back so we're we're okay here i don't see any of that language back here but you can see that uh i don't do a lot of ink washes so the samples directly on the page did you have a palette uh where you can like you know like like those uh dropper palettes where you could have like, I have one of those various, but did you use it I didn't use it for this I, I have like several little glass bottles like mm-hmm. like really small smaller than baby food I must have got them in a craft store and I used to mix up like a couple of different ink washes in those which would be like 
pretty dark, medium, and then light. And I may have been doing that at the time. I did another piece recently of the Hulk with ink washes, and it was totally the Eisner dirty water. Dirty water, yeah. Um, just build it up. Yes. Yeah, so. When you when you do that though, it, like there's a real scary chance of it warping too much. It warps a little bit. Yeah. That, that one I did warp a little bit because the dirty water wasn't dirty enough. So right, if you so wanted you a put dark a couple gray, applications. Exactly. Um, this is the reference to the Bernie. Uh, the the Jim Starlin rather the Jim Starlin fill-in issue yeah mm -hmm. where it's kind of like a classic monster story like they really lean into the monster part which was uh, real fun you know and you can see some of that as like the shadow comes over Banner's face and transitions into the uh, the Hulk I can't wait to read this or yeah. I guess to break kayfabe I'm glad I got a chance to read it because you think of Hulk and it's like like what are the big moments and stuff and like nothing comes to mind and I was reading like McFarlane Hulks and would check it out periodically. But you really did a, did a job, man. You know, the, I think part of the reason there's not, like, an obvious big moment is because it's 60 years. You know, like, there's a bunch of stuff that you can look at. Like, this is, you know, reference to Rocket Raccoon's first appearance by Mike Mignola. You know, like, a pretty great moment, but probably not what you're going to know, you know, know the Hulk from. Yeah. And uh, a cross between, like, a uh, blacklight pop culture space and Jim Starlin space. I always think of, like, all the details that Starlin puts into his space That's background. such a fun image. Yeah, I mean, it's clowns and Rocket Raccoon yeah. and Hulk in space. What else do you want? Those 70s creators, man. <laughs> Cyborg assassins. Make, make them take a pee test. Let's see, what <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. Yeah, you're not kidding about that. Oh, and also references to the, um, the, the comic newspaper strip. strip. Yeah. I just found an ad for that recently that they would advertise in the Rampaging Hulk magazines. And it's amazing. Like I'm thinking about trying to reproduce the ad mm -hmm. in uh, in the book collection because it's like a really cool piece. And I don't know how many people know the Incredible Hulk daily comic strip. I, yeah. I don't. I've yeah, never I, seen I it. I have a couple like little paperbacks. Yeah. Of, of collecting it, it's pretty great too. It, it's a good read. Yeah, it's uh, what I've seen is good. Uh, although that's something I haven't seen too much of either. You know, yeah. I'm aware of it, but not not something I've seen much of outside of these ads, which is part of the reason that uh, you know I wouldn't mind showcasing it. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that Ed Piscor and I make. Available now in your local comic shops or online wherever you buy comics and books is Red Room, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. Season 1, Antisocial Network, available as a collected trade paperback. Season 2, Trigger Warnings. Issue 1 is now out. Issue 2, coming soon, if not already out whenever you see this video. Banned in 26 countries, banned in 7 comic shops, but they can still order them for you. So be sure and ask for it by name. And the rest of Ed's bibliography available still in print, WYSIWYG Portrait of a Serial Hacker, X-Men Grand Design, three oversized treasury volumes of that, and Hip Hop Family Tree, four oversized treasury volumes of that as well as, well as two box sets. But what do you have, Jimmy? And coming to comic shops in March and April, Hulk Grand Design, a reimagining of the 60-year history of The Incredible Hulk, over 500 comic books, over 10,000 pages condensed into two oversized issues, telling the complete story of The Incredible Hulk, and available in several beautiful eye-catching covers, Marcos Martin, Peach Momoko, and cartoonist Kayfabe's own Ed Piscor. And coming in April, Hulk Grand Design Madness, covers by me, Ed McGinnis, and Jeff Darrow. Also available in comic shops and book sellers, Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive from Image Comics, A Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard, and The Plain Janes with writer Cecil Castellucci, possibly the first uh, young adult graphic novel here in America. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. This is um, Hulk, I want to say two, 272. 
one of my favorite issues. This was one that I remembered as a kid where it's Sasquatch and Hulk, kind of a smart Hulk inexplicably, team up against Wendigo in the in the Canadian, you know, snow-covered mm -hmm. Canadian Rockies. Yeah, the and, intelligent Hulk. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really weird sort of how that fluctuates around, but this is like basically one of my favorite Hulk comics. And I remembered it as a kid, and when I went back and reread it, completely different than what I remembered, which maybe Ain't, happens all the time. Isn't that the way? This is particularly eerie, this Sasquatch. There's some, I really like the coloring on this. Like like whenever you see that in color too, I think it it plays up that eerie part, you know, with the moon behind him and everything. He's and, got the orphan Annie eyes. And he's watching because this is, first of all, it's I think our first intelligent Hulk. And also he's kind of more savage, you know, with banner and control. Like that doesn't make for a, uh, a kinder, gentler Hulk. You know what, the proportion is not too far from uh, Andre the Giant and Sick Moon Dial Man. <laughs> <laughs> I should have referenced that Bionic more closely. Bigfoot. Um, this is a piece that's done with uh, inking with traditional inks as opposed to markers because it's kind of a money shot splash page. And uh, similar to that sticker page earlier, how do you do a bunch of different mm -hmm. Hulk fights? And uh, this one's really fun, you know, like Silver Surfer and Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain 3D or 3D Man? Yeah, 3D Man. Um, so pretty fun on there and a chance for me to play around with all the lettering effects that I love so much. And Hulk Up. This was some kind of a product that's advertised in those early Hulks of like a suit you put under your clothes that you no, could inflate like muscles. <laughs> that is ridiculous. How incredible, right? And it's the greatest, like that logo's right out of that ad, but it was the coolest logo. You talk about getting beat up. I, I can't imagine uh, Jimmy, wearing why that thing to school. Jimmy, why are you squeaking every time you move? <laughs> Sound like you got water wings on? Yeah, it, it can't be good. It can't be good. Um, and then... I brought this one to show like the idea of drawing, right? Yep. He's getting blasted by lightning. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you draw those outlines to try to, you know, to just add something in the drawing part that yeah. communicates that kind of thing. You're did, always really good at that. Did you do this after your Zap Comics uh, homage? <laughs> no, kind of I did Like a similar technique. I didn't, but I always think this way. Like th yeah. that goes back to uh, just talking to people about drawing and something that I remember somebody told me they had an assignment where they had to grid off their page and then draw like different marks in each square, uh, you know, and draw in a different style that was supposed to be emotionally resonant, right? Like angry and sad. Mm -hmm. Some of them are easy. I don't know how you get into like cube number 20 and come up with something. But I always think like, you know, we're drawing too. Like that's a piece we should yeah. be accessing whenever we think of these pages. Love this Ditko space that like I've never seen anything quite like that. I, I love seeing the sort of liberation of like, I don't see perspective. Right, yeah. it's right, Like, you know, it's a kayfabe perspective set. You know what you can see, though, and it shows up on the video, is a lot of stuff that I end up not drawing. Yeah. You know, like, you you, you, you do this. Less Everybody more, does this. Yeah. You draw more and sort of the building up, and then you take some away. You read about, like, Dan Clow's process or something, and you'll see, the, you know, like, that's where I would read about it. Like, you draw more, and you don't actually ink at all. This makes me think of, like, Mazzucchelli's Thor when he shows up in Daredevil. Uh, that's what I think of. <laughs> I mean, I, I makes was, sense. I was thinking of that What If comic, man, when Thor gets the best of him. Yeah, exactly. And you can see the aftermath, you know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not uh, just Thor that's fighting here. The heroes for hire, man. And you get to play with some lettering elements once again. You know, of course, yeah. like, put that lettering wherever you want Sideways, it since you have yeah. control of that and trying to make these graphic images. So a little sample. These are nice. all from uh, Hulk Grand Design Monster, the first book that's coming out. And uh, it's 40 pages, so just a little taste here to uh, wet the whistle. But like I said, excited to actually get this out in front of readers. You know, it feels like a long time coming. Best Marvel comic of 2022. There it is right here.
Good to go? Yes. Okay, favors. Like, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, comics and stores today? <laughs> this is the day, <laughs> man. Hulk Grand Design Monster number one. Go track it down at your favorite local comic book store. Hopefully they ordered enough for everybody to have a copy that wants one. And uh, join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug to see more of this kind of process talk. Red Room Trigger Warnings issue number one on the stands today. Uh, you can get your hands on these comics on a monthly basis. Every issue completely self-contained. And it's banned in 26 countries, banned in seven comic shops. But those comic shops, you ask the right person, they're still going to get you your comics, man. Don't you trip. Uh, hit up my Patreon to read the comics before they hit paper. Thanks to everybody who uh, who jumped onto the Patreon the past couple of weeks. Uh, Patreon.com slash edpiscor is the name of the Patreon. You can get the, to all these links in my link tree in the description below this video. Tom? Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, check out Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. Uh, and my Patreon channel, uh, Total Recall Show, and uh, my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show, and check out my Patreon. Go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey. Jimmy, what else we have out there? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter uh, at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Thanks to everybody who's been uh, buying these shirts and, and hats the past couple of weeks. Jimmy? Thanks to everybody that's going to buy Hulk Grand Design Monster today at their local comic shop. Give them those marching orders, dude. Make more comics.